Welcome everybody to the Dear Insecure Worship Leader Podcast. This is your girl Aisha here and I'm so excited for you to join in on the conversation today. If you haven't already, please subscribe, share, and leave a review. Tell people how much you love Dear Insecure Worship Leader because, you know, it's Happy Tuesday. How you guys doing? Yep, we're recording today, and it's going to be out this Thursday. Super excited about that. Anyway, I'm so glad to be back. I have a lot of amazing topics that I have kind of pondered on and want to give you some nice fancy tips on for sure. Anyway, hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, I've been doing pretty good. Lots of new fun things coming. Uh, Just normal life stuff, but... We'll talk about that later, right? Anyway, uh, today's topic is, uh, it's your song or church songs. So um, I've talked about this before when I used to do the lives, um, but I thought it would be really good to bring it on the podcast for those who listen to podcasts but never see my videos. So I think it was on the episode where I was talking about uh, Stay Off YouTube, which is one of my like passionate topics but I will also reiterate some of that in this one because I think it's just so important that we understand the balance of things and the reality of things too because I think it's a sense of like I'm not saying like I'm not saying that you do lose a sense of reality I'm just saying like sometimes we get lost in our own world and sometimes we do think about things in a different way than what they actually are and that's not a bad thing it's just like optimism I think and I just want to, like, bring some clarity to some of those things, okay? So I'm not calling you delusional. I'm not calling anyone else delusional. I'm just saying, like, I just think it's a fair thing. Sometimes we just think about things and, like, ooh, that would be crazy if we did that, blah, blah, blah. So I gave I have four tips today that will really help. Uh, maybe try to help when you're creating a set list or you're bringing a song to your praise team or something like that to know, like, is this really a good song or is this song, you know, not Okay, so anyway, um, we did talk about set list, but this one is a little bit different. So don't, 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 yeah, just don't. All right, so the first one, it says, who is it ministering to? So I have, in my journey with the Lord, there are, there have been times where there are songs that literally are just ministering to me. Like the Lord may, now I'm not saying that if it's a song like Great Are You Lord, that that wouldn't work at your church. But then also there are seasons where the Lord will bring something back to you or the Lord will give you a song just for your season. So I don't know if you've ever had like a moment where you're like, man, I don't even know why this song is hitting. Like I have heard this song. I know this song. But today it is just like doing something to me. And you have to just take notice of what that is and then you have to put it in its place. So sometimes the Lord wants to give you that song so he can speak through the song so that he can minister to you. That's yours. And somebody else might know it, of course, and your team actually might sing it, but you have to discern what's happening in your spirit. Like, this is for me. So sometimes we do get excited and like, oh my God, the worship team needs to sing this. But then also something that me and someone else was talking about was, you know, uh, <clears throat> Sometimes we have these songs that uh, we we all love, but then it creates this emotional response versus like, 
you know, and I'm not saying that you hearing your song that God is ministering to you um, at church that next Sunday is an emotional response. It's just, it just may add extra emotion. Like, Oh my God, the Lord is truly saying something to me through, you know, um, uh, I don't know. You deserve it or shout to the Lord. I don't know. I'm just thinking of a song, but you have to discern that. And then, then, then be like, okay. And, and then also be okay with letting the Lord give you your song for the season or your song for the week or your song for the day. But, um, you have to discern quickly and sometime bringing it to your team. It's like, okay, well, we're already doing that. Um, and if you have like a real hands-on team where you can go directly to, you know, if you, if you have a smaller congregation and it's like, can you sing it this week? No, that's not good because the Lord might be saying something else for the house, the church house that week. So then we're adding an, a, an emotional attachment to the song. So just keep it in its place. I hope that makes sense. So I'm not saying like your team cannot sing that song, but sometimes we give the song we take the song too far when the Lord wants to just keep it in our secret place with him. Okay. So, and then there will be a time where you can bring it to your team, but when it's ministering to you, then that's a different story. So that's why I said, number one is who is it ministering to? So you have to discern like, this is my song for the season or, you know, maybe, you know, if you're on a team or if you're the worship leader, it's like, hmm, you also have to really be cognizant of it being on the team. Okay, so I'm I'm really talking about that fast. But yeah, so who is it ministering to, okay? Is it your song for the season, for the time? Is the Lord want to speak through that song? And don't despise the song. Like, you know, I have felt Holy Spirit on songs that <laughs> literally, like, you know, it, it's literally supposed to be like a fun song or a radio hit or something like that. So... Do not despise what the Lord is trying to do in any of those times. That's just a side note. That's not even for the topic. So, yeah, that's number one. Number two, uh, knowing your culture. So I'm not saying that you cannot play songs in there. I'm not saying that. But it is, and I'm not saying, I'm not actually putting limits on the Holy Spirit either. Uh, but you do need to know your culture. Uh, and I'm not trying to limit the house, but there are just certain songs that will not translate well in your community. If, if you don't sing those kinds of songs, if you don't do those kinds of songs, that congregation and your team will have to learn the heart of the song and the posture of the song and the presentation of the song. It's not even that it cannot be sung, but there are certain songs that are sung with a certain amount of intensity, a certain amount of power, a certain amount of uh uh, acrobats and certain keys like there are certain things that a song certain songs need and if you don't sometime if you don't give the song what it needs then it almost loses its savor so you got to know your culture and how to present it so there's a song that you love listening to um let me think of a song um uh Oh, well, this is the first one that came to my head, but I'm just saying, like, how great thou art. So, like, I'm not saying how great thou art. First of all, that's a hymn, so that should technically be kind of a universal thing. But in some churches, hymns are not popular, um, unfortunately. So if you have been hearing how great thou art in your spirit, you're like, oh, my God, we've got to sing this at church. Does your church appreciate hymns? Do they understand the heart of them? Does it go right over their head? Have they... Have they pushed them to the side? Like, um, you know, 
like as the as the old or whatever like you have to figure that out and also um how great that art you know the cadence like it gives so much emotion to um and then you also got to sing you got to sing the song <laughs> you got to sing the song right and can your team handle that can your musicians handle that can your musician play how great that art like all of those things you have to consider as far as your culture so it would be great to just be able to just throw every song at your team wonderful we all should be able to like literally do it but some cultures cannot handle it it's not your fault it's nothing it's it's not anyone's fault it's just something that needs to be cultivated within the community of worship that you have at your church um and sometimes it might just take a few rehearsals to 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 navigate some of those songs some songs are really easy to just kind of mold into your worship culture that doesn't mean you can't do it sometimes it just might take time because everyone is in different places and then you got to teach people how to really deliver the song and you want it to be effective whenever you sing it so I love that one because it's you really do have to know your worship culture because it may not work um it just may not work so um and I want to give another example because it just came to my head but like even if like let's say there's a you have a diverse church or whatever and usually you sing songs in like English but then this Sunday you're like ooh that would be really crazy if we sung a song in Spanish right some churches might some worship cultures will be like what are they doing and then some other worship cultures will be like oh my god like the word of the Lord the song of the Lord or the Jesus in another language still feels just as intense as it did even in English, like there's an appreciation for God's presence no matter what versus working up to something which you shouldn't have to work up to the glory. But I digress. It's another podcast. But um, yeah, so just knowing your culture is very important when you're picking a song or bringing a song to your team. Yes. All right. We're flying through these things. Yeah. Let me slow down. Anyway, it's one of my passionate topics, guys. I like it a lot, you know? All right, number three. So <laughs> the next one is mimicking what you see. So like uh, I have been, I'm not a victim to it. I've done it in my earlier years. It's just because you don't know if you don't know. And this is really what Dear Secure Worship Leader, leader wow. This is what DIWL is about. <laughs> It is definitely about um, like clearing out those things that you don't know so you don't have to walk around in ignorance. Like, And I don't mean that in a bad way. I literally am just saying like you don't have to walk around like that, man. Like, If you got questions, let's ask them. Let's clear it up. If I don't know, someone else knows, and we'll figure it out together, right? But mimicking what you see. So like, and I kind of slashed it with the stay off YouTube because really um, – when especially if you desire a certain kind of atmosphere at your church that you don't personally feel that we that your church has um it's very easy to try to reduplicate something that you've seen in another church another worship community another team and you know I was at a conference before and the clinician was saying that you know the prophetic moment, the spontaneous prophetic moment that happened at another church, it can't you can't reduplicate 
you cannot reduplicate that in another setting because that was a that was a holy moment for that moment. And trying to take and reduplicate that moment and bring it to your church, no. Now there has there, actually we all have been we all do it now a little bit more because those moments are like Maverick City does it a lot where they'll create these moments and then they actually become parts of the lyrics like. Uh, you know, like wait on you, they wait on the Lord, shall renew their strength. Like that was a spontaneous moment, but then it became a part of the song. So it's not even like it's a spontaneous moment anymore. It is a song, but there are parts where the Lord will sing a song of the Lord, or if He doesn't sing a song of the Lord, if He the spontaneous whatever, um, that your house needed. And it was for that moment. It was for someone in the congregation. It was for the pastors, for just whatever the Lord wants to do in that moment and taking that and taking it to another home or another house or another house of worship. It really just, just takes away all the authenticity of that moment and it loses all of its savor. And then mimicking someone else and how someone else does it, not saying like with arrangements and music and, you know, all those kinds of things, like that doesn't help. But I'm saying like sometime... You know, you can do that. But I'm talking about worship moments, trying to recreate worship moments that was very effective to you. And and sometimes YouTube, it's crazy because um, YouTube is a place where we go. You can watch church. You can watch worship teams. You can watch, you know, how-to videos. Like, there's so many things you can watch on YouTube. Shout-outs to YouTube. But, like, there's so many things that you can watch. And then going on there trying to get inspiration. It's okay to get inspiration. But it's very, very important that you do not copy what is happening. The Lord is the ultimate creator. You do not have to to copy anyone. He can literally do his own thing um, and literally create something beautiful for your house. And he's just that brilliant. And you don't have to do that, okay? So, mm. You don't have to mimic. Stay off of YouTube. Um, and I will, I'm going to try to post something from that on my page about YouTube. Cause I mean, about that uh, video. Cause that was a good video. Um, it was just a long time ago and it kind of looked like a long time ago. And it was back in the like sit down in the chair watching a live jump. You know, it's kind of crazy. But I just think, um, and I'm not downplaying YouTube cause I get on YouTube, but I'm very cognizant of where my head is at when I want to. When I'm on there, I'm not on there to be like, ooh, what can I find that we can do? Um, because most of the time, that doesn't translate well. Ask me how I know. Okay. All right, so that leads me to my next topic, which is literally the same hand in hand. So I want to give some refreshing news to all this because I'm telling you, like, a, a lot of do nots. Um Oh, wait, before I go to four, let me say one more thing for three and mimicking, uh, because I just don't want to bring this into, f actually, I can't bring this into number four, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a segue in there. So also, um, things that you hear on the radio too, like I remember when there were churches, when happy by Pharrell was coming out, like people, there were choirs doing happy. And I was like, Whoa, I'm not saying that's a bad song, but. Y'all think we should be doing that for our worship experience. But here's the thing that we have to remember. It's this this podcast is not even just talking about the how-tos, the one, two, three, four, five, how to get literally, we have to remember these, the worst the worship team going forth is not a performance. It is literally Levites going forth to break way for the atmosphere for the word of God to come forth. 
We have to remember the mission of why we do what we do, because if we don't, it will become a calculated experience that was never supposed to happen anyway. We are supposed to create glory, holy moments for the Lord to come in, for people to receive miracle signs and wonders, deliverance, salvation. And if we're not doing that because of some type of self-gratification, then we're forfeiting what we can receive from the Lord. And we're forfeiting other people from receiving a true encounter with the Lord. Okay, so this is it's always serious and not take it super serious. So putting our own self-gratification moments in there and songs in there will never make way for the word. And it sucks because then the pastor has to get up behind that. And that's our job was to make that easy for him. Okay, always, always. (laughs) Okay, let me just drink some water while I'm in it. Ah, it tastes so good. Okay. And so number four is finesse. So here's the thing. So when I was writing my notes, I was like, okay. I'm telling you, like, don't, 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 don't. But there are some things that can work. Right? So, all right. Let me think about a moment that has happened. So finesse to me in a worse, let me, let me actually explain what that is. So finesse to me is being able to finesse and create different flows of worship within like a song or different songs of worship within another song simultaneously. And it fits perfectly with the the cadence and beat and the moment. So it's almost like a spontaneous song, but it worked it's kind of like a genius effect kind of thing. And I'm um, not too my horn. I got that. And, <laughs> but finesse, and there's a lot of other worship leaders that have it too. Chandler has it. Stephanie Gressinger has it. Like there's a lot of worship leaders that have that finesse kind of thing where they can like, ooh, that goes in here, that goes in there. And I mean, it's, it's easy. Just, it's just easy. So um, I'm trying to think of a moment that has actually happened to me. And I do have one. I just don't remember what the original song was. But there was a, there was a worship song sung. I definitely remember that. Like, there was a worship song, song, song. And there's a Kenton Jones song that is, Kenton Jones is like a gospel rapper, gospel R&B kind of thing guy. So he wouldn't particularly sing his songs on a worship set. Now, if you did, then cool. But... It's not ideal. So basically it was a worship song and the worship leader had sung um they sung I see a window over your head and it's pouring out blessings. I see they just start singing that part right there and it was it went with like the song and it was so good and the whole like moment like went up because it was like oh that was crazy they they did that and then it went out with that and then it was just kind of prophetic to the moment like he didn't sing it just like Ken but you know it was very great on how he like positioned the song um I think it might have been like Let It Rain or something I don't remember y'all this was years ago but there are songs you can weave into each other and they don't even have to make sense with each other because 
they might have to make sense to the moment, but they don't have to make sense to each other. And you can just finesse that if you just get lost in the Lord, you can feel the rhythm of the song and just let it. And if you have that kind of average where we can just jump out and just throw songs together. And sometimes you can throw them in there real quick on a very, very, very structured set list. So, yeah. Um, finesse. So there are times, oh, so th- what I wanted to say with finesse is with like radio hits. Or things that you like, ooh, I'm not really sure if that's all. We can deliver that whole song. But this part right here has a lot of good meat. You know what I'm saying? Or like I think um, Chandler, the other day or recently, he like, um, he posted a song. Oh, he, he was singing Jaira, right? Everybody knows Jaira. Uh, and then he he did, don't worry about a thing. Like the fact that he like jumped that in there and, you know, just gyro, like he's your provider. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Like that is to me, that's finesse. Like finding songs to finesse within songs that make sense to the moment and that can probably like, speak over through the house. So if you want to sing a song that you may not feel like the whole song will work or it's not really accepted, maybe there's something you could do. Now I'm not trying to tell you to do that on a Sunday morning without uh <laughs> I'm not even saying it takes practice. Uh let me think before I say this. I'm not saying it takes practice. I think it just takes uh, a dancing with the Holy Spirit. I know that's a bit deep, but we hear. So I think it just takes a dancing with the Holy Spirit, just letting him guide you. And then, because, you know, as a worship leader, you're multitasking anyway. You're you're helping with the team. You're helping with leading the congregation. You're figuring out what the Lord is saying. You're figuring out where to go next, how to land a song, how to keep the momentum, how to, like, all those things that you're doing at one time. So it's just really just, I think it just takes more experience and just learning your body and how, and what I mean by learning your body, I, I just truly believe that the Lord works within us in different ways and he speaks in different ways, especially through those moments and just learning what the Lord is saying through that. And then you can learn how to finesse. Like it's, it's really fun once you get rhythm of it. You know what I mean? Um, I'd say that's so fast y'all. So anyway, those are four tips that I feel like will help you to discern or help you to just see which songs are your songs, your personal songs, your personal ministry moments versus the songs for your congregation, going to your congregation, giving songs to your congregation. And this goes for pastors too, because sometimes pastors will be like, yo, I love this song. I love this song. And you're like, oh my God, how can I let the pastor know? Uh, you, would probably skip someone, you would probably skip steps one through three and then finesse. <laughs> because sometimes the pastor... You know, he needs to be fed, too. And it's like, okay, how are we going to do this, y'all? Because he wants to sing Jingle Bells right now. And it's like, I don't know how to sing Jingle Bells in a worship set. <laughs> and the Lord will give you wisdom. He will give you discernment. He will show you how to do it. And he will help you to navigate. And maybe y'all can find a good way to do Jingle Bells um, in a great way where it's still not losing that culture of worship that you want to do for him. And then also, you know, set the house and make way for him to, uh, what is the word? Uh, preach the word. Praise the Lord. I mean... And and also, I think you would do steps two and three, two and four. So knowing your culture and four and finesse. Because you got to know your culture too. So you might have to hype it up. If you have a younger congregation or like more like young adults, they might be like, oh, hey, hey, You know, something like that where you can, jingle bells, jingle bells, hallelujah. Like, you know, whatever you want to do. <laughs> but I'm just saying, and then you got to finesse it into, you know, I don't know. I thank God. I don't know. <laughs> 
however you want to do it. But if you have that kind of culture, then sometimes anything goes in a good way, in decency and order, because we about that life. I feel like I gave y'all so much so fast, but I feel like I did a great job and I feel like I'm done. So <laughs> thanks for tuning in on this episode of Dear Secure Worship Leader. Please follow me on all outlets. I'm super excited to connect with you. Thank you for listening. I love you.